From the Newstalk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan. This is your midday News Fix for Monday the 4th of July. In this update, the US government's forming a closer partnership with the Pacific and has called on New Zealand to help. A statement from the White House late last month heralded the beginning of the partners in the Blue Pacific Union. Deputy political editor Jason Walls has more. The group, which consists of Australia, Japan, the UK, the US and New Zealand, was formed in response to growing pressure on the rules-based free and open international order in the Pacific. That's according to the U.S. government. And it comes as China attempts to expand its influence in the region. The group was formed to support Pacific priorities more effectively and more efficiently. Australia is opening to the unvaccinated just in time for the school holidays. From Wednesday, travellers will no longer need to declare their COVID-19 vaccination status. The announcement comes as Jacinda Ardern meets business leaders and government officials in Australia over the next two days to discuss optimising trans-Tasman trade and business. Meanwhile, it's another stormy day for Sydney residents with the region battered by floods. Torrential rain and damaging winds continue to pound the east coast with worse flooding expected than the region has seen in the past year. Australian correspondent Murray Olds says more than 30,000 people were forced to evacuate last night. Plus damaging winds, and here's the thing, those winds are going to pick up and intensify this afternoon, 70, 80 kilometres an hour. The hospitality sector is returning fire at the Immigration Minister. Michael Wood is calling on businesses to consider how to make low-wage jobs with insecure working conditions more attractive. Hospitality New Zealand Chief Executive Julie White says the industry's doing everything it can. She says the government needs to step up and bring in migrant workers to fill gaps. When he says, says pay more, we can tick that box. When he says train more, well, we can tick that box. My challenge to the minister is let's sit down and talk about the government's role here. An investigation is underway into the death of a person in a caravan fire in Redwood in Christchurch. And one person has been critically injured in a shooting incident in West Auckland overnight. A concert by pop star Harry Styles has been evacuated after a mass shooting in a shopping centre in Denmark's Copenhagen. It's left people dead and injured. A 22-year-old Danish man has been arrested over the attack. Added stress for the country's secondary schools with a raft of administration changes. Auckland Secondary School Principals Association President Greg Pearce says they need more time to cope with the coming changes to NCEA, the curriculum and a new attendance strategy. He says on their own, the new initiatives and strategies are fine, but rolling them all out at once will be tough on top of years of COVID. Rocket Labs performing a final engine burn of its Lunar Photon spacecraft tonight to set its capstone satellite on course to the moon for NASA. It will make New Zealand one of the few countries to launch into the moon's orbit. To sport, Alfa Romeo driver Zhao Guanyu acknowledges Formula One's titanium halo head protection system has saved his life after crashing out of the British Grand Prix at 260 kilometres per hour. The once top New Zealand junior Cam Norrie has reached the quarterfinals of a Grand Slam tennis tournament for the first time at Wimbledon under the British flag. And Scott McLaughlin has won his second IndyCar race at the Indy 200 in Ohio with his parents watching in pit lane. I'm Malcolm Jordan. That's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at 5pm from the Newstalk ZB newsroom. For more news, listen to Newstalk ZB live on iHeartRadio.